Do, do, do. Hello there, Nerd Talkalypse here, and we're asking you, our lovely listeners, to support our programming by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash nerdtalkalypse. For as little as $1 a month, your contribution will continue to make this show very special for our current listeners and newcomers. For a mere $2 a month contribution, we will help you promote by plugging your band, YouTube channel, podcast, or any other project you're currently working on. And we'll do this every week for as long as you remain a patron. And finally, we have a limited $5 a month perk that will gain you a spot in the top five patron guest list, which means when our show requires a guest, you will be among the five people we ask first to be on the show, and will be chosen in order. We thank you deeply for your continued loyalty as listeners, and hope to put these contributions to good use. Remember, we're not only doing this because we love it, but because we love being nerdy, and we know you do too. So head over to patreon.com slash now to make your contributions, and enjoy this brand new episode of Nerdtocalypse Podcast. Welcome, Welcome to the, to the nerd, nerd, lab. nerd Lab. Get those nerds! 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 Let the nerds take, take over! Nerd Alert! What are you, some kind of nerd? Not some kind of nerd. I am the king of nerds. Nerd! Nerd stuff probably really excites you because you're a nerd. This is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. Hello, nerd enthusiasts, and thank you for joining us for this week's edition of the Nerd Talkalypse podcast with your hosts, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. As always, we're here geeking out weekly with our listeners about our favorite nerd topics from Marvel and DC Comics, TV and film, Star Wars, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and beyond, Pokemon, the Walking Dead universe, various anime topics, and most things in between. That's right, guys. Here on this show, we express pride in our pop culture nerdism and work hard to bring you trending content from all of the fandoms that you love. You can find every episode of our show at nerdtalklipspodcast.com. Also, find our channel at youtube.com slash nerdtalklipspodcast. Please reach out to us via email at nerdtalklips at gmail.com, Twitter at nerdtalklips, or facebook.com slash nerdtalklips. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We'd love some feedback, and it really helps to grow the show and helps other nerds like you to find it. If you're interested in other ways of support, head over to patreon.com slash where you can indulge in one of our many perks and help grow the show that way. Nerdtocalypse is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network. Please enjoy this week's episode. What's up, nerd enthusiasts? And thank you for joining us for episode 64 of Nerdtocalypse. Holy shit, episode 64? <laughs> oh, as always, Lane delivers on I'm having deja vu. <laughs> All right, so uh, once again, we are left without subject matter except for news. Lots of news. So we're just going to go. Yeah, not a ton, but, you know, discussion-inducing news, as I like to say. You can't have our uh, fans not have anything to listen to. Right, right. Seems how we, yeah, seems how we've just been super bi-weekly. It's all right. But we got we got some good stuff there to talk about, so that's pretty pretty neat. But uh, we're, we're going to go ahead and get started right now. Um, almost news in every category. Yeah, almost. <clears throat> anyway, so let's get started with the Walking Dead news. You want to read first? You want me to go ahead. All right, so uh, according to Robert Kirkman, season eight of the show will correct a common criticism that fans have had for a while, that being the pacing. Since All Out War is now happening, it is said that they will focus on each faction every episode rather than spend time on one place per episode. Um, getting more information and cutting back on the dreadful single-person episodes that are usually boring and uneventful. How is that going to slow anything down? It's going to speed things up. Well, per, yeah, precisely. That's, so, not, that's not a good thing. 
I mean, I agree. But the uh, people just constantly bitch about there being like a single Terra episode and nothing happens. Like, I don't give two fucks. I, I do not want it to catch up with the comic books. I'm so afraid of that. I'm very scared of it too. I don't know how they're gonna go about it. And they all and like like we discussed no, we didn't discuss it, but they they said it somewhere along the lines that they were going to address that, you know, that scene from the trailer of Rick waking up or whatever. They said they were gonna it would be answer our questions would be answered in the first episode. Yeah, like, that's fucking how stupid. How the fuck is that gonna happen? That means all that war ends in one episode. That's I don't know. Seems fucking crazy to me, but I mean I I would be I'm down for Unless they do it like they're going to do a structured episode in a way that it's taking place when he, at, at older Rick, but the, but most of the season is remembering the all-out war or something like. Oh, that would be interesting. That'd be the only way they could get away with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But definitely. still, you don't want to, to see what happened. You know, to see I'm not going to ruin anything, but to see where the cane comes into play, you can't. That can't be spoiled until the end of that fucking all-out war. Yeah, yeah. I'd be very sure. pissed if they explained all that. Yeah, it won't make much sense, but I mean, I get. Hopefully, they they were like spoiler happened because spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? I'll be so pissed. Yeah, really. So I guess we'll just have to see where 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 things go. But uh, I, I'm I'm stoked for this fucking season. Though. I'm pretty excited, and I am. I think that they do sometimes they do those single episodes a bit too much, but I do agree. It, they that's where they get the the. The length and it's like that in any show ever. Yeah, there's always a couple like even in Dexter I'm watching. I'm always gonna there's a couple episodes that on that probably don't need to be watched for the story. Yeah, you know you could technically skip it. Doesn't matter. Just like anime, you know, fucking they're still everywhere. Any any show has it. It just it's people shows these days it. though being built more or less along the lines of like uh, <clears throat> um, of, of like a binger. I don't give a shit. I say get the fuck over it. Sub morning. Yeah. I heard, I heard tons of people saying, like, oh, this, have, like, last season of The Walking Dead, people bitched about, like, the way that it, just the way it was, and, you know, like, oh, it'll be easier to binge, like, whenever you can go up week to week and get, like, you know, five straight episodes of mayhem. So when you come across a boring episode, you can just, you get another exciting episode 45 minutes later. Right. And it, it's, it's, it's funny, because, remember, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, when we watched, when we were watching Fear last and remember when we discovered that we were an episode like fucked up yeah so we watched that episode and whatever whatever happened happened in the very next episode the next shit happened and we we never even noticed that there was an entire standalone episode for daniel in the middle yeah well yeah but like it's just it's just funny that if, yeah, like, we, it was we, so we, unnecessary to see apparently because we because it still made the story still made sense yeah, the only thing that didn't make sense was that the 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 previously why he was there why he was there, but it, it was it was After pretty that, obvious, and it was just it was funny. So like it just goes to show that sometimes those single episodes are useless, yeah, but that they're there for pacing, I guess. The Walking Dead purposely paces at that speed for some dumb reason. Before, but yeah, like we were saying, we haven't even fucking watched Fear. Like I know we probably should, but it's just. This is kind of boring already. <laughs> it is. It is what it is. I guess I don't know. You don't hear very many people talking about it. That finale, that season finale, mid-season finale, must not have been that fucking crazy. I don't know if we ever mentioned this on the episode on an episode yet, but we gotta give condol or like uh, our respects to the guy that died filming The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, we talked about it, did we? Yeah. Okay. So that that the stunt man. Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, he he died doing. I don't know. I don't know if he was happy to die, but. He did what he was doing, I guess. If you like being a stuntman, there obviously has to be some risk. Yeah, we talked about him and then the guy who announces, you know, uh, previously on. Oh, yeah. That guy died too. Like a week oh, later. <laughs> the last time. Anyway, we're going to get a DC Universe news and we're going to start with some Wonder Woman stuff. Um, uh, Digital HD, August 29th, 2017, DVD and Blu ray, September 19th, 2017, is the release of the film. Man, movies are released so much faster these days. Yeah, it's crazy. That shit just fucking came out. Um, Guardians comes out like next week. I mean, I could watch Wonder Woman again. I guess I just I don't. I've already watched it twice. I don't know if I'm due till. Like I said, it was good. But I don't know. It wasn't great. I'd be okay. With it was it. great, but it wasn't like. I more or less would be okay with it. Like back when, whenever a new DCEU movie's coming out, and it's time for like a rewatch of the whole thing. Yeah. Like before Justice League, I want to watch. 
I want to watch Man of Steel, Batman, Superman, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad probably not going to be relevant to that movie, but maybe not. But I, I mean, it, it's only relevant to for Batman's. This, yeah, Batman and the Superman being dead in the beginning of the movie. That's pretty much it. But yeah, that's true. Surprise! Our audio is different than you uh, had had just listened to, and I apologize. Uh, there was a, a bit of a technical difficulty, and we are back on a regular sounding podcast. What if it's like? not different and they're like sounds the same idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh we just were i was being an idiot and didn't okay. realize that the webcam well, that, that, i don't know that was a little bit out of your control i mean i whatever. just didn't realize yeah well whatever <coughs> we're back on it yeah, we just wonder didn't woman. feel like going back and re-recording everything so yeah wonder woman dvd release date fuck yeah i mean this is add to our dc <laughs> it's like i want to watch all the marvel movies from the beginning too but fucking shit that would take a long time oh my god man it's it's a task. I posted something from our website a couple, like a week or two ago, like about the, you know, everything, you know, all the movies yeah. in order. I can't wait to talk about Marvel, dude. I know, right? Because that right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dope. Anyway. All right. So the second thing in Wonder Woman news is Flashpoint. She has been, Gal Gadot has been confirmed to appear as Wonder Woman in that Flashpoint movie, and it will be in 2020. So, it, so far, it's looking like they're going f- to bring an accurate version of the movie, uh, of the story to the screen, which is fucking dope. Awesome, dude. I can't fucking wait to see. I mean, I'm okay. I'd rather see a, a Crisis movie, but whatever. I mean, yeah, well, some people believe it's too early for Flashpoint. I, I think it's way too early for Crisis. I mean, that's still... That's It'll three, be the first three Flash... Three years from now. Well, yeah, but the first Flash movie... His first solo movie shouldn't be Crisis. He's dead in Crisis. Well, he dies in Crisis. Dies in Crisis, yeah. Technically, I mean, the movie's... He's still the main person of the whole movie. Yeah. The whole story, it's all from his perspective, so it would still be cool. I mean, they might... I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if, like, the DCEU... Like, if Crisis on Infinite Earths is their Infinity War. I want to see a super luminoid. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, but that's with Wally West. But still, dude, to to be able... Dude, if we could watch him... Pump his feet through the and run through the sky. Do we should both listen to that again and review it? Okay, I mean, I've listened to it. I could probably review it just fine. I, I just listen listened to it not that long ago. All right, so let's but, uh, move on here. All right, stash gate controversy. Some of you may have seen this. Some of you may have seen some of the pics of Henry Cavill and these ridiculous mustaches. Is that that's his legit mustache? <laughs> I really don't think. so. I don't even know which one is the real one. <laughs> I got three pictures of him and a mustache and. <laughs> The middle ones is pro- obviously not the right one. Yeah. Which, what if it was? What if that was the one that was real? <laughs> what, we're assuming that. Super that's, Mario uh, style mustache. Totally. Dude. Like, he's it like, it's the... a me, a Superman. <laughs> it's a me, a Superman. That, that's so funny, dude. He eats a, mu- a mushroom when he becomes Superman. <laughs> oh, fuck. But then he gets touched by a turtle and he's not Superman anymore. Right. All right. Let's be clear. <clears throat> Every movie has reshoots. It's a good thing to have them, but it sends some fans into a frenzy thinking that maybe things aren't going as planned. You're right and wrong for thinking that. Reshoots are almost always a good thing. Anyway, the Justice League is having extensive and expensive reshoots that are causing some weird-ass controversy among fans of Henry Cavill's Man of Steel portrayal. So apparently what is happening is that Mr. Cavill is filming for the new Mission Impossible film and is contractually obligated to have a mustache. And he cannot shave it, says the MI movie execs. <laughs> so this means that the editor of Justice League will have to edit it out, which will quote unquote cost millions. Why? I see. I can't understand that. Why didn't it be cheaper just to wear a fake mustache for the movie? For the movie that needs the mustache? Yeah. Instead so, of trying to edit out a mustache. Yeah. So from what I, to, to my understanding, so the movie Super Troopers two. Like I listened to a podcast where those two guys are on there. They had to grow mustaches for the movie. Okay. All right. When when they when they fucking hated it. Like they hated growing those mustaches, <laughs> and they had it on their podcast the whole time they were shooting. And then when they were done, they shaved it. Only to find out that two weeks later they had to go back and do a whole bunch of fucking reshoots, and none of them had any time to grow another mustache. Back. Yeah. So they fucking wore fake ones. You, you know what I mean? You don't know any difference. What? I don't notice any difference. Yeah, you can't fucking tell. Like. Yeah, I mean that movie's not out yet, so I mean if there's oh the Super Troopers two, yeah, oh okay. But regardless, they probably did it for the first one too. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? It's the same, you know, same guys. Like I'm at every movie has reshoots, regardless of what you think. No movie's ever been shot once, and they're just like, "That's it. That's good." Like every movie has to go back and do shit. Yeah, because they probably watch it in a hole and then see like, "Well, this could be different. This doesn't make sense." Yeah, precisely. So uh, you know, so it's just you can do it this way. And I was reading the article about how it, the, the, the guy said it's going to cost millions to do, and it's fucking bullshit. Like. He's literally got to go in there frame by fucking frame and edit out an entire mustache off Henry Cavill's face. And they have to they have to take a CGI version of his face and put it over top of that and then move every lip movement to match where the mustache was. That's so stupid. I was like, holy fuck. Like his upper lips can look CGI. Yeah, pretty much. That's stupid. I don't understand why they couldn't just have. Let him fucking shave it. Or just let him be a mustache Superman. It doesn't take goddamn that long to fucking grow a mustache. Make the fucking movie execs over at Mission Impossible CGI in the rest of his mustache. It just seems fucking insane. I just don't. I don't know. It's weird. But, man, these fucking pictures are funny. It says, uh, uh, cost millions or they have to leave it which fans want to see for some reason. <laughs> Hundreds of pictures have surfaced our beloved Man of Steel rocking a beautiful porn stash, and they are funny, but look so weird. They really are fucking hilarious. This one is my favorite. Because it's so statuesque. I don't know. I like the... See, Superman has beard and shit in this one. Yeah. This one, too. Yeah. We don't know what that black suit means. That, yeah. Dude, that's dope. Oh, yeah, that's dope. Superman with the facial hair is badass. That's what I should go for as Halloween. Oh, yeah. Wear this. <laughs> You'd be like a little short, little chubby. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm Superman Earth 20. Oh, God. You know who that is, right? Yeah, Brandon Root. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? That is funny. That's a weird fucking at- picture. Spider stash? But outside the mat, outside <laughs> of his mask is his mustache. <laughs> Yeah. See, that is cool looking, man. Yeah, I'm down with that. What if Superman had a beard? I'm not. I'm all right with it. I don't mind it. I don't understand why it has to be a big deal. It's not going to change my opinion if Justice League Superman has a fucking mustache. Like, that movie gets two thumbs down. He has a fucking mustache. Like, see doesn't... that? Look at that. That is supposedly a teaser from the movie. This? No, this one. See, but that's not... If it's just... If it has the other facial hair too, then who cares? I know. I don't know. It can't be because they wouldn't be saying they're only gonna crop out the mustache. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, dude. This looks badass. Oh shit! That is fucking cool looking, dude. Yeah. That is what black suit Superman should look like. That looks like Aquaman, though. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking weird. Oh, no. God, he is humongous. Of course, the picture of him humongous is an itty bitty picture. He still is fucking. Humongous. It's like I like to look at the big picture. This is my big picture. <laughs> I'm a big picture kind of guy. Yeah, that's what it is. All right, so Stashgate. That's what's happening now, and oh, over yeah. in Justice League land. <laughs> Shazam teaser director teases fans. Oh, dude, this is fucking hilarious. Superman twirls mustache. <laughs> dude, this is so funny. You got to read the whole fucking thing. All right, so this, this I can't remember the guy's name. I, I forgot to put it in here, but the, the whoever's writing uh, the Shazam movie fucking posted a picture of a, a, a fake script. And anyway, I don't know what EXT means, but it says Town Square Extension. Daytime. Uh, a blue and red blur zooms past in the sky. Billy Batson. Holy moly, what's that? The blue, blue and red blur zooms down and lands with a ca- cr- wait, Krakow, Krakow on the ground. It's Superman. Billy Batson continued, "Oh, is this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Hold my beard, Tawny." Billy hands his beard to the deeper, the dapper tiger standing next to him. Meow. <laughs> Billy Batson, Shazam! A deafening thunder as as lightning hits Billy Just and turns like into. What? Just read it like a script. Don't say Shazam every time. Yeah, I know. Or, a deafening thunder as lightning hits Billy uh, turns into the world's mightiest mortal, Captain uh, Shazam. Uh, back for another whooping, huh? Superman Uh-oh. says. 
Superman quickly puts on a, a pair of glasses like a bitch. Uh, hey, where did you go? Excuse me, Mr. Kent? Did you see where Superman went? Uh, sorry, no. Wait, uh, does your suit have a hood on it? I don't know. Does it? Shazam turns around uh, so Superman can have a closer look. Superman kicks Shazam in the back like a coward. Superman twirls mustache. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, dude? This is so fucking bizarre. Yeah, that was interesting. Actually, we, we should do more script readings on the episodes. Yeah? Do we need <laughs> to get back into doing uh, Mad Libs? Porn together. Oh. Porn together. Yeah, Mad Libs is fun. Yeah, Mad Libs. Superhero Mad Libs or nerdy Mad Libs. It's such a ridiculous. Oh, right. I, I kind of wish <laughs> that that's how the movie actually goes. So it says here that it is this script is legit and hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this bitch. Oh, is this bitch? Yeah, this is actually the script for this movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the, this one right here. He's super. Wait, no. Uh, Superman puts on a pair of glasses like a bitch. <laughs> what the fuck is that, dude? It's so fucking weird. All right. Well, we're getting. We got some Flash news. Uh, getting Barry back will cause conflict within Team Flash. Season three spoilers here. Uh, Barry disappeared into the Speed Force after stopping Savitar in the Flash's third season, but Team Flash is determined to bring him back. At least some of them are. I wish I could say that the team unanimously. <laughs> I wish I could say that the team unanimously agrees that things are not the same when the when the season starts. But not everybody feels that way. Carlos Valdez, who plays Cisco Ramon, tells Entertainment Weekly. Most of the energy on the team is toward getting Barry back, and Cisco may or may not have some things up his sleeve with regards on how to make that happen. But there is a member of the team that's not on board, and it ultimately makes the mission to get Barry back a lot more difficult. But the thing about Cisco is if he wants to get his friends back, he will do whatever it takes to get his friends back. <laughs> that's redundant. And that's just not and that's not just Barry. <laughs> that is redundant. So that's interesting. One of the members of the team who do you think it is? Wally. Yeah. I was thinking Wally earlier. He's like the center of attention. Yeah. Maybe it's just maybe it's like a speed force thing. He's it, like, no, I don't think you should. I couldn't imagine it being Cisco because obviously so there's not. Caitlin. It wouldn't be Caitlin. She would never It's not gonna be Joe or Iris. Right. Unless it is Iris. Maybe. But I doubt it. Not I don't know. If it's comic book I don't fucking know, dude. Anyway, so... Uh, Either way, Gorilla, I can't wait for the next season. Gorilla Grodd is coming to Legends of Tomorrow. Hmm. Uh, so Gorilla Grodd is bringing the pain to DC's Legends of Tomorrow next season, and he's bringing some friends along with him. At the CW's TCA panel, it was revealed that Grodd would be organizing a new group of supervillains to challenge the Legends team. His group includes Kuwasa and the and Damien Dark. Oh, God damn it. God dude. damn it. So fucking tired of Damien Dark. I do not want to see Damien Dark anymore. I'm fucking tired of him. Among its members, the group is said to be organized similarly to the last season's villain collect- Villainous Collective, the Legion of Doom, and even has a name of its own, though executive producer Mark Guggenheim isn't spilling beans on what that name is just yet. He's quoted saying, I have a name for them, and I would love to see it referenced on the show. Guggenheim tells Entertainment Weekly, but like the Legion of Doom, we have to figure a way, figure out a way to work it in there. In the DC Animated Universe series, Justice League, Gorilla Grodd led the Secret Society, a version of the Secret Society of supervillains from the DC Comics universe, of which he was also a member. Perhaps a live-action version of the Society is coming to Legends. So, interesting. More Grodd. How do I make this my main page? I will show you. I can do that right now. Is it not that easy? I mean, it's easy. I guess it's easy, but... Because, fuck. I think Kawasa is, is Queen Bee. Interesting. Keep talking if you want. Um, I don't even know what to say. But, yeah, so that'll be interesting. I'm, I'm dude, fucking... I'm so pissed off about this Damien Dark bullshit. So fucking tired of seeing. Why do they think that we like him? I don't know. I don't know if they're like, hey, I don't think Lane and Deeds like him. Like, do everybody? Does everybody else likes him? Like, I don't. I, I just don't get it. I don't think this is who this is. Kwasa. It might be. 
Well, it's not saying anything about his name on here. That's weird. Where the fuck is Kawasa? Kawasa. Well, anyway, this uh, season of Legends is shaping up to be uh, an interesting one if the world of Dragon Ball Z has showed up. Does it say anything about her being with Grodd? I think she has something to do with the Vixen. What's the the totem that Vixen has? Is that the Ansani totem? Oh, maybe. Ansani? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So apparently this person was the original keeper when she was, not the original, but she was the keeper of the totem. Hmm. That makes sense. She has water powers. Sometimes later, Mary returned. Her power is hydrokinesis. The water totem allows Kanasa to control vast amounts of water. She is capable of surrounding herself with a pillar of water and shooting blasts of water at her opponents. Interesting. She's a waterbender. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> That's weird. Hmm. Oh, whatever. That's what it is. But I guess that concludes DC Universe news. <laughs> We're going to move into uh, what we're really excited to talk about here, and that is the Marvel Universe. All right. Deadpool 2. Fuck yeah. A couple of things about Deadpool 2, actually, in this film, in this uh, news. Uh, Domino has been cast. Now, Domino is, in lack of better terms, the Harley Quinn to his Joker. Right. Zazzy Beats. Zazzy Beats of a television fame and currently co-starring in the Gerard Butler thriller Geostorm, which looks dope. Has been cast to play Domino. Now, Domino, we've discussed on an episode before she's a mutant that she can control luck or favor. Or Oh, okay. Remember? I thought we talked about her before, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, things go in her favor or like, uh, it's complicated. Her powers are very complex. But uh, there's like a lot of things people are bitching because she's black or whatever. Uh, they keep doing it. Like, the, like the, the, the people that are like choosing the cast is like, yeah, we'll choose a black girl. I know everybody's going to bitch about it, but we'll do it anyways. Right. I don't really care. She looks pretty cool, I guess. Hey, whatever. I mean, it is, you know, it is what it is. This is 2017. You know, don't, don't, don't bitch about it. Just wait till the movie comes out. And then if it sucks, then bitch about it. But so Domino is normally white. Yeah. I put in a little bit of a, some more information on Domino in here. Yeah. Probability, that's the word I was looking for. She affects probability in her favor by making improbable things occur within her line of sight. Not impossible. Mm. She can't just make you be a woman all of a sudden, but like like maybe like if I'm maybe like if I'm gonna shoot at you this close, I'm gonna sh- hit you. Right. But with her powers it probably wouldn't somehow. Huh. That's interesting. To have good luck and her opponents have bad luck. The probability field phenomenon can be anything from the enemy's equipment failure to hitting just the right switch with a stray shot to shut down an overloading nuclear reactor. The full extent of her power is still unknown. The subconsciously controlled talent is triggered when she has a stressful situation, such as fighting or escaping. So, like, it would be like if she was running, you know, every door could be locked, but there would be one unlocked for her. But everything would be locked for them. You know, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, it really is interesting. Huh. I can't wait to see Deadpool 2. It's going to be fucking nuts. That's cool. As a byproduct of her abilities, Domino's cerebral cortex emits a current of bioelectric pulses down her spine to instinctively guide her movements during such situations, which has the added effect of augmenting her natural reflexes and reacting to superhuman levels. So, like, if she's running, she, you know, her subconscious, her, like, her, her body and luck is doing it by itself. Huh. What is she? Is she a mutant? Yeah. Okay. I mean, for lack of a better... That's strange. She is a superb markswoman as well, so that it's not just her luck. You know, she is really good with weapons, with various firearms, highly skilled athlete, excellent swimmer, and adept in the use of explosives. She has extensive training in various armed combat techniques and the martial arts with Olympic gold-level athletic and acrobatic ability. She also seems to be fluent in multiple languages. Domino wears a body armor of unknown composition and carries a conventional firearms. She also uses a staff that fires unspecified ammunition, which can be used for balance when jumping in, and is equipped with sensors, blah, blah, blah. Interesting. So she's a bona fide badass. Yeah. 
Fuck yeah. She's it's gonna just be a cool badass that can fucking that has good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she was I think she's currently in uh that show Atlanta with Donald Glover. The actress? Yes. Okay. That was like Domino or that? No, that would be fucking weird. Oh, anyway, so yeah. the the real big news, this came out today. Um pretty fucking dope ass shit. But Josh Brolin has released a first look picture of him as Cable. Like a full body picture. And it's fucking awesome. I mean, he's not quite as big, but nobody's going to be that big. Right. Yeah. Well, there's same. only one individual on this planet that could even come close to being that size, and that's The Rock. But you can't have him. What if they just had him as every muscle bound villain? He <laughs> does have to be. Yeah. I, dude, I think he looks great. He does look pretty crazy. Like, he. He even has a teddy bear on his hip. Is that a relevant I thing? I think so. Let's see. Yeah, dude, he looks fucking awesome. His arm, that arm looks dope as fuck, too. That gun looks badass. Well, we're currently... He's a baby. A baby doll. That's weird. Could be. It probably is. I mean, they wouldn't put it in there for nothing. Yeah. As we all know, we've talked about this before, but he is uh, the 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 son of Cyclops and Jean Grey, that was taken into the future by some because he had something was he was gonna die if he didn't, and he was trained by whoever in the future. We've talked about it before in detail. Yeah, but probably check out the Deadpool. I can't remember exactly. We've which probably episode. talked about it A as far back times. as episode two of our show. Yeah, so re- watch our old episodes, listen to our old episodes, and because we. What they fucking announced, Cable would be in the sequel at the at the end in the post credit scene. Yeah, of so we, we probably talked about him in that move in the Deadpool episode. Yeah, Deadpool Roundtable. That was yeah, that was our second episode. That's crazy. The pool table. Yeah, but yeah, he looks awesome. Does that eye? Yeah, the eye looks great. The fucking like stitching on his neck there, and his arm. Yeah, it looks pretty dope, dude. I can't wait. Can't fucking wait for Deadpool too. I guarantee, with as much money as the first one made, I guarantee this one has like, the best opening night. Oh, dude, fuck yeah! Because They're everybody kill is, it. Oh yeah, because it, 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 yeah, it's gonna be ridiculous. Especially for how viral that trailer went—the one that was in front of Logan. Yeah, like that. Just it's just gonna be nuts. Zip it, Stanley. <laughs> All right, and uh, the, this last bit of uh, Marvel news. Fox Marvel playing on a Doctor Doom standalone film. Why? <laughs> I don't have anything to say about this. I don't know. There's something I saw in an animated uh, cartoon on Netflix that I would love to see in live action. Is but it has to be a good Doom Doctor Doom. But fucking the Hulk straight up punches Doctor Doom in the face, like punches him straight, straight punch <laughs> to the face, and Doctor Doom kind of like just he kind of like goes like this. Like, I punched you. Right. You know, this is the Incredible Hulk punching Dr. Doom. <laughs> he doesn't move it, lift off of his feet or anything. He just, his body kind of bends back a little. And then Dr. Doom proceeds to hit Hulk out of the building. Jesus. That is crazy. I mean, I look, I know Dr. Doom is extremely powerful. He's one of the most powerful in the... In yeah, the... he's a genius. Like, people even say, like, you know, when he had the power cosmic, or whatever, you know, when he had control of that, like, you know, even, like, better than, like, fucking... Uh, Thanos with the gauntlet, like people will compare that to him. Like, yeah, I know, I know that, but I just don't, I just don't see where Sony and Fox and all these people are just like, yeah, let's just do a bunch of fucking villainous standalone films outside of their respective universes. Like, oh, here we go, Like that. That is crazy. Yeah, dude, that is crazy. Wow. Like to take a straight up punch from the Incredible Hulk and take a step back. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> like that is some fucking resistance. <laughs> yeah, for fucking sure, man. I just don't. I like Fox does not. They don't have a flagship Fantastic Four series going right now and they're just gonna See, which i don't understand because it would be so easy to make a badass fantastic four like how hard would can be. it be yeah how hard can that fucking be 
it, like a stretchy isn't. guy. They're just fucking stupid. What was bad about the the movie was were the character were the heroes shitty? No, they all no they. I they still all looked, seen it. I yeah, they all looked it. really good. It just was a very it was very poorly executed. Like, like the story was shit. Story was really shitty. People hated the way Doctor Doom looked too. Yeah, like he he just looked weird and it just like personally if I had to choose I would choose the very first one that came out. Yeah, over, those are cool. Like th- that shit was awesome. Like Victor Von Doom was really cool and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Shit, but um, I don't know. It was just bad. Like there's not nothing about it that, and apparently that's not the way it was supposed to have gone down. They all look cool, like you know, like the Human Torch looked cool. Probably thing looked. He was legit. great. I love Michael B. Jordan as Human Torch. He and was fucking fabulous. Mister Fantastic was Invisible Woman dope. Yeah, because she can do probably she, underutilized. Yeah, well, she always is. Like like uh, in the same cartoon, at some point they even state like I, we've talked about it before, but that she uh she has the potential to be the most powerful character in Marvel. Like. They were saying that she could kill all of us, including the whole, you know, all of the inventors. For, basically, from what I remember, dude, the the entire movie takes place in two places. Mm-hmm. Like they're all in a lab, and that's where they get their powers. And then, like the only times that they're shown outside of it is before they're like when they show they're shown like what they do. Like the guy, um, oh, what the fuck is his name? The thing, Ben, whatever his name is. You know, it showed that he like where he worked and where he lived, and then like. How they all were intertwined with uh, with each other, but other than that, when the when the main storyline of the movie takes place, it's like dimensional travel, hmm. and then they end up on this planet. That's where they get their powers, and they go back to the lab, and then they go back to the planet, and they fight Doom on the planet, and then he doesn't leave. Like it's weird. It just never made any sense. So the movie just shit. Yeah, like there, you know, it looked be- cool, and it probably like the fighting scenes were awesome. Or like- yeah, like the the special effects were great. It just like had very very poor plot. It's like it's about the same way I feel about Suicide Squad. Like the, the, I tell people about Suicide Squad, and I'm like, look, you the movie sucks. Like yeah, as a, as far as a, what a, makes a good movie, the movie shit. But it's it, the only reason that you need to watch Suicide Squad simply is because those characters aren't going anywhere. Yeah, and that action, but the I mean the action was awesome. The fucking the, the, it was funny, but as far as like what makes a good movie, as far as plot and structure and shit that makes sense goes, it was not a good movie. Like, I mean, maybe you and I should sit down and watch it again. Suicide Squad. Or, no, I'm sorry. I mean, maybe you and I should watch it again with you for the first time watching it. Fantastic Four. Yeah, I'm down with. Maybe that. it'll be it'll be different. We could talk about it. You and I see movies in a different way. You know, yeah. you you have a way of explaining things to me that it make things okay. We'll see. Usually have. I, I mean, I probably wouldn't have thought Thor was all that badass until he fucking flipped that table and someone was like, I bet you that table weighed 5,000 pounds. Like, yeah, I bet you it fucking did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dope as fuck, <laughs> Thor. I would have never thought of that until I met you guys. Like, Right. So I don't, I don't know. It's been a while since I watched Fantastic Four. You weren't living here at the time, and I didn't mm-hmm. care about nerdy shit nearly as much Right. when I watched it. So maybe... Like I said, I recently did a rewatch of the first Fantastic Four movie, and I thought it was awesome. I was like, this movie's fucking great. I don't know what the problem was, but Probably I really want to watch continuity. Silver Surfer. It always goes back to continuity. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I loved. I I, th- I thought it was it was just fine. I just would have loved to have seen a Fantastic Four Avengers crossover to to watch the Thing and Hulk like fuck with each other. It would be fucking awesome. Well, Fox has a weird deal. With Fantastic Four, basically, if they don't make a movie every four years or every two years, then they lose it. They, they lose the franchise. So they just put something out. So they keep it in case, you know, like it's like yeah, they, but that's going to ruin it because if they try again, nobody's going to want to go see it. Pretty much. Nobody's going to give it the shot. That, that, yeah, but the, they're not viewing it that way. They're just retarded about it. Like the, So a lot of people think that maybe this Doctor Doom standalone film is the same fucking thing. Like they're just putting something out to put something out. And but that would be cool though if they did it this way. Maybe they could kind of give the origin of a new, because he was part of it. Like it, he was the re. Actually, I don't know. I don't. I don't know enough about the Fantastic Four to know if Doom's origin is different. Because like in the first movie, they were all together in the spaceship. Yes, and they you know they were all affected differently. But I don't know if that's his actual origin or anything. So maybe they could do it this way and then kick off a new. Fantastic Four flagship franchise for for Fox, like before it bounces back to Marvel. I, I don't yeah, I've know. seen things. It's like can they finally can they finally do it right? Mm. 
Uh, four individuals should associated with gain superpowers after cosmic rays during a scientific mission to outer space. So they got that that first one right in the first movie. Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards, a scientific genius at leader of the group, stretches body, incredible lengths and shapes, invisible woman, Susan Sue Storm, who eventually married Reed, who can render herself invisible and later project herself invisible force fields, the Human Torch, Johnny Storm, Sue's younger brother, fire abilities, uh, Ben Grimm, the thing. Um, since the original 1961 introduction, the Fantastic Four has been portrayed as somewhat dysfunctional yet loving family, breaking convention with other comic archetypes of the time. They would squabble and hold grudges both deep and petty and eschewed an anonymity or secret identities in favor of celebrity status. The team is also well known for its recurring encounters with characters such as the villainous monarch Doctor Doom, the planet devouring Galactus, and sea-dwelling Prince Namor. And see, that would be dope. Why not? You know, they could have easily done this right and made a movie where they fought Namor. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, the Silver Surfer and uh, Scrolls, which would have been cool too. Origins. I guess it'd be way easier to look up the origins of Doctor Doom and see if they coalesce. Cause yeah, because he wasn't a part of what you just read there, so no. I, I'm guessing. Appearing in a. By Marvel comic, the re- the son of Romanti and Cynthia Von Doom, Doctor Doom has traditionally been seen the arch enemy of the Fantastic Four and the leader of the fictional nation of Latveria. He is both a genius inventor and sorcerer, while his chief opponents have been the Fantastic Four. He has also come into conflict with Iron Man, Black Panther, and the Avengers, and other superheroes in the Marvel universe. Though normally portrayed as a supervillain since Civil War II in 2016, Doom has been depicted as a superhero, taking up the mantle of Iron Man from Tony Stark and going on to join the Avengers. What? Interesting. Doctor Doom has made many appearances in the video game. Blah, blah, blah. Like many of the Marvel silver, Dr. Doom was conceived by Raider Stanley. Okay, that's just the... Victor Von Doom was born decades ago to a tribe of Latvian Romani people under the rule of an unnamed nobleman called the Baron. Victor's mother was Cynthia Von Doom, who died by Mephisto's hand... While Von Doom was young, his father Werner was the leader of the tribe and a renowned medicine man who kept his wife's sorceress, his wife's so- sorceress life quiet. Oh, his wife's sorceress life quiet in order to protect Victor from a similar fate. Soon after Cynthia's death, the Baron's wife grew incurably ill from cancer, and Werner was called to the capital to heal her. When she succumbed to illness, the Baron labeled a Werner murderer and called her for his death. Werner escaped with young Victor, having realized the night before the woman would die. He goes on to die of exposure on the mountainside, trailing the boy in a final embrace and giving him his garments to keep him warm. Victor survived and returned to the Romani camp, discovered his mother's occult instruments, and swore revenge on the Baron. Victor grew into a headstrong and brilliant man, combining sorcery and technology to create fantastic devices which would keep the Baron's men at the bay and protect the Roma people. His exploits attracted the attention of Dean Empire State, U- State University, who sent someone to the camp offering the chance to study in the United States. Von Doom chooses to leave his home and in love Valeria behind. So once in the United States, Victor met fellow student and future nemesis Reed Richards, who was intended to be his roommate, but Von Doom disliked him and asked for another roommate. After time, Victor constructed a machine intended to communicate with the dead. Though Richards tied to, tried to warn him about the flaw in the machine, seeing his calculations were a few decimals off. Victor continued with disastrous results. The machinery violently failed, resulting in an explosion that seemingly severely damaged his face. It is later revealed that Ben Grimm, a friend of Richard's who despised Victor for his superior attitude, tampered with the machine. He would later blame himself for Dr. Doom's eventual rise to power, but never revealed the information to anyone. Interesting. Expelled after the accident, Victor traveled the world until he collapsed on a Tibetan mountainside. Rescued by a clan of monks, Victor quickly mastered the monks' disciplines as well as the monks themselves. So he mastered the monks, (laughs) Victor then forged himself a suit of armor, complete with scowling mask, and took the name Dr. Doom. As Dr. Doom, he would go on to menace those he felt responsible for his accident, primarily Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. He succeeded in taking over Latveria, taking an interest in the welfare of the Roma. So pretty much, he, he d- so he didn't get powers like them. He was, like, born in, into sorcery. Like So he is a sorcerer from his original tribe. Huh. Well, that's ain't that some gets, shit. That's where he gets his magic abilities. And his genius level allows him to c- combine that with technology, which is just, I mean, we've seen, you know, you see the shit in the, in the sh- and if you're watching the cartoons or anything. So there you go. So Cass Von Doom, Cass Reed Richards, Cass Ben Grimm. All right. Give us that same story. All right. And make that the origin to the next Fantastic Four movie. 
You know what I mean? Because it says he later goes on to fight the Fantastic Four. Then they, you know what I mean? Then the next movie can be that origin. Just the Fantastic Four, and then Von Doom shows up out of nowhere. And it's like, yo, bitch, like... He steals Silver Surfer's powers in 67. Holy fuck. That's the thing I was talking about, the power cosmic. But he loses them after breaching a barrier Galactus set for the Surfer on Earth. Wow. It's crazy. That is crazy. See, a lot of times, though, uh, it's the same thing with, like, you never know if you're fighting Dr. Doom or a fucking Doombot. Mm. You know what I mean? They send these, He sends these Doombots out look exactly like him, and then it ends up just being a fucking Doombot. So you never even know if you're actually fighting Dr. Doom or not. Huh. See, that would be cool. If they did it that way and they did it right for once, Holy then shit. I would be okay with it. I actually want to read his powers and abilities. I mean, you can get up on it, get looked it up, too. You can. Dr. Doom is a polymath and a scientific genius Throughout most of his publication history, he has been depicted as one of the most intelligent humans in the Marvel Universe. This is shown on many occasions, most famously by actually carrying Ben Grimm of his thing form, which Reed Richards had never repeated. On the other hand, Reed Richards managed to process all the computer calculations necessary to save the life of, of a disintegrating Katie Pride by himself, which is a feat that Dr. Doom at the time professed to be unable to do. So they're both smarter than each other in a different aspects, I guess. Like Dr. Doom also possesses Originally minor mystical capabilities due to the teachings from Tibetan monks, but later increased them to be a considerate extent due to tutoring from his lover Morgan Le Fay, who's capable of energy projection, creating projective shields, and summoning hordes of demonic creatures. Even at a time what his, abili- what his abilities were consistently referred to as minor, with assistance from his technology and by a tag teaming with Doctor Strange. Huh. Doctor Doom managed to come in second in magic tournament, held by the ancient sorcerer of the aged Genghis. I was going to say something about Doctor Strange. After Strange relinquished the title of Sorcerer Supreme, he admitted that Doom had enough magical ability that he might become the new Sorcerer Supreme. Wow. That's crazy. See, uh, Dr. Doom has also used his scientific talents to steal or replicate the power of other beings, such as the Silver Surfer, or in one case, the entity Galactus. Worldship. Galactus's worldship. Oh, Galactus's worldship. Huh. Uh, the alien Ovoids taught Dr. Doom the process of... Uh, Psionically, is that the word? Yeah, transferring his consciousness into another nearby being through simple eye contact. Wow! As well as showering him, showing him, showing him. Sorry, <laughs> showing him other forms of technology, which Doctor Doom uses to escape the uh, incarcerations and to of to avoid being killed. However, it is. However, if his concentration is broken, his mind can transfer back. And he is, uh, and he rarely uses his powers unless absolutely necessary due to his own ego about his appearance. Intriguing. Let's see here. Doctor Doom can ex- exert tele- uh, technopathic control over certain machines, most notably the Doombots. In addition, Doctor Doom has remarkably strong will, as demonstrated in the graphic novel Emperor Doom, when he dared his prisoner, the mind, the mind control purple, purple man. man. Oh shit, that's fucking, crazy. Fucking Kilgrave. To attempt to control him, and he successfully resisted. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, Doom also has the ability to use <laughs> touchscreen devices, even though he wears metal gauntlets all the time. Okay, like that's a special <laughs> ability. I can wear metal gauntlets and use my iPhone. Can you? I didn't think so. It's like, I resisted the Purple Man, and I can use my, cell, my smartphone with my metal hands. That's crazy. Out of sheer will, was able to resist the Purple Man. That's fucking crazy. Uh-oh. I'm pretty sure we talked about... We looked up the Purple Man and all of his crazy yeah. ability and who can Well, shit, just watch fucking Jessica Jones season one. That shit's fucking nuts. It really is fucking crazy. Uh, like apparently, Dr. Doom, Dr. Doom's armor augments his natural physical strength to superhuman levels to the point where he's able to overpower normal humans and hold his own against superhuman foes, Spider-Man, the Hulk, and his thing in hand-to-hand combat, although he tends to rely on long-range tactics when engaging physically stronger foes. It is also nigh-indestructible. So his suit is... Near indestructible, I guess. Capable of taking hits from most superhuman foes to some cosmic level beings and protecting Doom from matter manipulation, reality warping, and psych- physic- psychic attacks. So it's not necessarily him that could take the punch from Hulk, it's his armor, but still. Yeah, yeah either way. Not many people out there have fucking built. Like, Tony Stark built the Hulkbuster, but that's it. I mean, that's really about it. It's crazy. Dr. Doom's only real weakness has been his arrogance, it says. Yeah. 
he's unable to l- see that it might be his own fault that he fails. Hmm. Well, if they do it like that, then I'm down. That would be fucking cool. Truly. Hmm. Dr. Doom adheres to a strict code of honor at all times. However, Von Doom will keep his exact word, which may or may not be, may or may not be beneficial to the person to whom he has given his promise. For example, Dr. Doom may swear that he will not harm an individual, but that only means he will not personally harm that person. It does not mean he will prevent others from harming that person. Hmm. Dr. Doom's honor code led him to save Captain America from drowning because Captain America had earlier saved his life. And on another, and on another occasion, he thanks Spider-Man for saving him from terrorists attacking him in an airport by allowing him to leave alive despite Spider-Man subsequently insulting him. <laughs> Interesting. So he has a res- he has a respect at least like right that's cool See it says uh even sometimes the doom bots reveal themselves to be Dr. Doom <laughs> <laughs> I am Negan right <laughs> We are all Dr. Doom <laughs> Very interesting I am Groot Very very interesting but I mean, that's all we have for news. Did you wanna? Did you wanna go on a? <laughs> all right. Well, then that. I mean, that's it. We 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 did we did good, man. We're forty seven minutes. So that's not bad for some news and conversation. Some nerd con nerdsation con nerdsation con nerdsation con nerdsation con nerd. Oh, is this bitch? Hold my beer, Tawny. Superman puts glasses on like a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) He kicks him in the back like a coward. He twirls his mustache. (laughs) (laughs) See, it was—it's perfect. It's all relevant news. We had—we went from the Wonder Woman release to the Flashpoint to Stashgate to this fake news thing involving Superman's mustache. It's pretty good stuff. Deadpool and Zazzy Beats, and then right into Cable and Doctor Doom. So apparently that was a summary of what we just talked about. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it all segued pretty well. It was good news that segued in, minus <laughs> the Flash and, and Grodd. But, you know, it is what it is. All right, but that's it. We'll be back next week or uh, next time, I guess, yeah. whenever that may be. I'm be <laughs> saying it now. That's crazy. Holy fuck, 65? That's going to be nuts. I can't wait to say it. <laughs> all right, bye.